When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Off the top, Kempi, we'll just quickly talk about the, the game on Sunday against Jamaica. Um, you said last week that we needed to see, obviously, a lot more from the Kiwis, even though they beat Lebanon quite comfortably. There were areas of the game that you th- uh, thought needed quite a bit of improvement. We also talked about the lack of Jerome Hughes and the halves. Um, were, you, were you happy with what you saw against Jamaica? Oh, look, I think from, from cover-wise, you know, I think there's enough cover there if we do need to move players around. But it's not ideal because you're not getting that cohesion going into those big games, and that's really important. Um, been talking about it on the breakfast um, with Izzy that, you know, how do you start with the best front row? Like, you've got Jared Warrior Hargrave still serving out his suspension. You've got Francis Liotta, who's just... I think he's he may be burnt out, you know, mm. like he's, he just can't get over those little niggly injuries. Um Jesse Bromwich and Nelson Osefa Solomon look like they they could cover the middle with Joseph Tarpany and and of course Fisher Harris. But you know if you don't play Jerome Hughes along with Dylan Brown, I reckon the spine will really struggle. Mm. You know I don't think I don't think Brandon Smith and Joey Manu Joey Manu will still give you that that brilliant game because he's just a, a a gifted footballer. But to beat Australia in the semi, you're going to have to have your spine firing because that's where they got us. They've got they've got us with Munster. I reckon he'll stay with Cherry Evans there, Meninga. He'll stay that Queensland uh, nine, seven, and six, and, and Tedesco at the back. Um, and we thought that they would struggle getting some cohesion, mm. mate. They look really, really good. Yeah, they are firing. Definitely the team to be. Um, how do they with Nelson Asafa Solomon and they use him similarly to how he's used at the Storm? He generally comes on after like twenty twenty five minutes and will either play through to the eighty or he'll come off. You know that last sort of sixty five, that fifteen minutes they'll they'll replace him. And Tonga are sort of doing a similar thing with David Fafita. Now mm. a lot of people sit there and look at it and go, "Well, these guys are world class forwards. Why are they not starting the game?" Can you sort of explain what their role is? Why that? Why coaches are using them like that? Well, the main the main thing is 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 if they're on top through the middle of the park and you get a you get a middle player coming on at the right time, they have some decent impact, especially if you get your rotations right. So you'll see um, coaches basically emulating each other around the same periods, you know, 18 minutes to probably the 26th minute, they'll make some changes through that middle of the park. You'll change out um, players and you'll change players in and you're looking for some immediate impact. Nelson gives Melbourne that all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dave Fafita coming off like he's he's basically turned the game a couple of times for Tonga. You know, he's got them on the on the front foot, scored a couple of nice tries. He's looking really good, Dave Fafita. Um and it's you know it's just whether or not they can actually make that difference because it could actually go the other way as well. If they come on, they blow themselves out and they don't give you a bit of impact the rotations come back on and, and go around again. And this is where it's really interesting with Liotta and Fisher-Harris is they play big minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not they're not props that get out there and they want to come off at the 80, 18th minute. They actually want to stay out there as long as they can. And, and I would leave them on as long as you can because the longer you can leave them on, 
the better it is for your team building some cohesion and building some um some I guess some some real good game through the middle some some oh geez for me I can't see why they they wouldn't want to start with Leon and Fisher Harris that's the, that's the mind-boggling part for me because I think that the game always starts in the middle of the park you know if you don't get that part right you don't get Let's have a look at the grand final. Mm. Okay, let's just go back to the the last time these two played together. If you go back to the grand final, everyone knows that Liotta hits the hardest. Now, he stung him. I mean, he didn't hit him once. He stung him the whole time he was out there, and he was hurting them, and they knew that. And you've got to look at the Parramatta front row. They ain't small puppies. You know what I mean? So I, I just can't get in my head that you've got – Everyone in the comp looking at Fisher, Harris and Liotta all year saying these are the two best front rows at start. And yet in the Kiwi team, you don't want to start with them. So I think if you get that part wrong, then it makes it a lot harder for the rest of the team to go on behind it. Mm. And, you know, Liotta being injured at the moment for me is a real worry. Um, him coming off the bench, I don't think he's been as imp- the impact off the bench would be as much as him starting the game. I would actually swing it around. I'd bring Jesse Bromwich off the bench. And I wonder too if you there's a bit of bias in the fact that it, whilst we're beating these teams, you manage Maguire, you might sort of look at it and go, yeah, I'm pretty happy. But it's when you come up against the tougher opponents and it's going to be Australia in the semi-final where we don't want to be at the end of 80 minutes wishing that we had started Leota, you know, when we're all sitting here saying it. Well, that's the, you know, the problem with international football is you don't get to see them enough. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. You don't, you don't get to see them enough, so you don't get to actually watch it and go, well, that's the best we've got. Totally. You know, I, I, I said to, to Izzy, like, if you had Kurt Sorensen in a, in a side and everyone in the in the world knew that if Kurt Sorensen's out there, you're in for a tough night. Mm. I, and I got to play with Kurt. I knew that. I've seen it from the... I'll tell you, that scrum popped up in England, they all put their head back in the scrum because Kurt <laughs> popped his head out there and that big afro hits. Now, this, the same type of thing is with Fisher, Harris and Liotta. You know, they, as soon as you name Liotta on the side, they go, I ain't running at him, all right? He's going he's gonna to hurt me. And the same with Fisher, Harris. Like, they just live, they live off each other. So yeah. um, when, you, when you go to the bench and go, oh, Liotta's gone on the bench, it's actually a sigh of relief. Yeah. Going, oh, thank God he's not on my stunt. I'm just going to go and get my job done. You, you raised actually an interesting point about not there being not enough international league, and I'm going to come back to that point very, very shortly. But just wrapping up that um, Kiwi Jamaica game, I mean, pretty, pretty good to see. You know, the one warrior that is in that team, Dallin Martinez Lesniak, four tries, very impressive. Um, who else, I guess, sort of, I st- stuck out for you in, in Sunday and you know in a blowout game. Um, was there anyone that you sort of were no, really impressed there, with? Well, there wasn't. Like, I wasn't even, you know, I saw the way that Jamaica scored their try and, and it was as if they'd won the grand final. But, you know, these type of games is really... what It was the little things, you know, from not getting the ball from a short kickoff, that type of thing thing that you know they will be big plays in the big games. Yeah, totally. So all those little things are the things that you're worrying about. It doesn't matter who's out there. The team that he's got... Like you need to start with your best team. You need to start with your best team against Ireland. You need to take it into that first quarter final. You need to take it in that semi final. Mm. Um, and I think if they keep mismatching the the mix here, we're we're actually on the reverse side of the coin that we thought Aussie were on. We're the ones that are struggling to get cohesion as yeah. they build towards the the semi final. So yeah. we got a little bit of catch up to do. Yeah, you're spot on. Um, so the Kiwis taking on Ireland and Leeds this weekend before the quarterfinals, um, and. Jamaica are concluding their World Cup against Lebanon, and it's going to probably be the Kiwis in Lebanon who go through. Um, so a point that came up, Kempi, a lot on social media, just around some of these blowouts, and we predicted the top two teams in each pool at the beginning of the World Cup, and it's going to 
basically pan out exactly how we predict it. These people that I guess aren't happy about that. You know, it's too predictable. It's just the big teams. They run right over the, the lesser teams like the Jamaicas and, and the Italys, etc. Um, and it doesn't make it a very compelling World Cup. One of my arguments to that is, A, you see that in almost any World Cup around the world, even in rugby, right? You see the New Zealand, the All Blacks are going to beat Portugal by 100 points or whatever it might be. But see, International Rugby League is unique in the fact that they don't play 15 tests a year like they do in rugby. The Kiwis are lucky if they play three tests in a non-COVID year, right? Pre-COVID, we played maybe three tests in a year. So, When was the last time we played three tests in a year? The last World well, Cup? Yeah, probably. It is, yeah. it is mate. We yeah. don't play three tests so, a year. We're lucky to play two tests a year. Yeah, and so my point in, in that is the World Cup, the, these group games essentially are warm-up slash qualifier games for the real ticket, which is the quarters, the semis, and the finals. So... so yeah. I don't think there's much you can change. No. And I and, and and as some people point out, teams like Jamaica, I mean, they'll get smashed by 70 points, but simply playing against the Kiwis is, is a is a pretty massive deal for the players in that team and the sport in the in Jamaica. So, you know, I think there's a number of a number of reasons why this format is almost the only format that they can use. It's not a level playing field. When you get Australia gets to the World Cup, they've played a state of origin. Yeah. So, they they you know that's why that's why Meninga sticks with the Queensland spine. You know what I mean? He put he put Trebovich, um he puts uh, Tedesco at the back, and to put Tedesco at the back of anyone, he's going to still be the best one of the best fullbacks in the world. You mm. know what I mean? But the the main part for him is that he knows that the Queensland spine has had three really tough games together, and they know how to get a team around the football field. See, New Zealand doesn't have that. No other team in the world has that. It's always been the issue. Yeah. When you play against Australia at the end of the year, well, guess what? Aussie have had a three-game warm-up, and they've picked their Aussie team out of the back of it, which is State Roger and the best in the world. And we got to go in there, and we got to try and compete with no warm-up games, and try and get on that on that level playing field with them. When people say that the the, the lesser games, um, are, you know, whatever, not not worth watching. Well, I think you're a pork chop if you say that, to be honest, <laughs> because there is no international rugby league. Any international rugby league at the moment is fantastic. If you have a look at previous World Cups, we have not had the calibre of league or player at the World Cup throughout the competition. Yeah. Have a look at Samoa bouncing back. Yep. You know what I mean? They look really good. You get to the quarterfinals, you, go, you, go, you can't pick it. You can, th- you can throw, you can toss a coin. You know, Australia and New Zealand should win. England should win. But those teams that they're coming up against, you know, Samoa, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, on any given day now, those boys can show up and win. And they remind me of the time when I was playing for the Kiwis and we were like 10, 15 years behind the Australians. So they know how to beat them, but they just can't consistently stick in there. They don't have the competition. They can't build cohesiveness. Mm. And they've got to end up playing the type of game that the Aussies play to try and stick with them as long as possible. Now, imagine if you had that competition over longer periods during the oh, the four years previous to the World Cup you know, um, coming around. And that's the issue. We just don't have the games. Yeah. You're, you're dead right. We don't have the games. So these three, that's what I'm saying. With New Zealand, these three group games are really vital. Yes. You've got to get the best team out on the pitch and you've got to get them firing because Aussie have already had three games. Yeah. And it looks like they've already had three games. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we've yeah, gone, yeah. oh, no, they're not going to play well together. They're going to be a mismatch, blah, blah. Mate, no one, <laughs> we, can be yeah. further, we can be further off. No, I totally agree, and I, which is why I think too – Really, the litmus test for us, it's probably not going to be Ireland. It's going to be that quarterfinal against um, 
Fiji. Fiji. 100%. Are, and are, Fiji if, if, you're not, if you're not clicking at that point, you'd be very nervous heading into the semi-final. What about, and just talking about cohesion, is it would it be fair to say, and you, you know, fully challenge me on this because I'm just throwing it out there as an assumption, would it be fair to say that the Kiwis have been at their best in the past when there has been a number of warriors there because they're playing together week in, week out in the NRL? Well, the, the, rather than, you know, 23 guys coming together from all different clubs. And they're great players. I mean, this team is a great team, but they're not playing together week in, week out. No, that's exactly right. So it is really important that you're putting those little connections together, the Melbourne boys together, you know what I mean? The the Penrith boys together. You're looking at when you get out wide, have they played together in those positions out, you know, left edge, centre wing? Mm. So you're trying to get that, um, that balance right across the side. At the moment, because of injury or whatever... We're slotting players in, and it looks like we're slotting players in. There's no balance. We're throwing the ball out. Dylan Brown can't get going. Kieran Foran, you know, I love I love Kez. He's a good bloke. But if we only Kez, Kez and Dylan up against Aussie, we're going to struggle. Mm. It's really simple. You know what I mean? So the sooner we get that, that out, we've got two games to go. He's got to play Jerome and Dylan together in the next two games. I don't care what you do. You play those two together. You leave them out there for 80 minutes, and you just tell them to start getting get their game Get their game going because mm. you come up against whether it's be whether it be Cleary or Cherry Evans and Munster, you know they're going to fire, you know, in the big games because they've done, they've done it all the time. Yeah. Look, you look at look at them. They well, Nathan Nathan Cleary Grand Final winner, Dillard, um, Daly Cherry Evans captain of the State of Origin winning team, Munster player the player the tournaments. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you have to balance it out there. Yeah, so just a couple of extra quarters on injections for Jerome, and uh, and away we go. <laughs> well, I think he could have played. I mean, personally, yeah, I, think, I, I think, think he could have played. I think, and I think they just, could have played. I think the you know giving him that extra time off really yeah. shows you the importance that Madge has put on Jerome. So yeah. I hope Jerome comes back. Look, big good game against Ireland. I, you know, I thought the Lebanon Ireland game was a pretty good balanced one. Um, they did really well Lebanon to, to to take it to to Ireland. Even I couldn't believe that they were they were weren't favourites. Underdogs, yeah, Underdogs. crazy. It was um, crazy, but. You know, if they can get this get this under the belt and get a really good win, then go into the quarterfinals and fire again. Then we're talking. Uh, yeah, I'm totally in your camp, Kimby. Um, give us a call on 0800 if you want to discuss what we were just talking about with, um, I guess, the interest levels of some of the of the minor games at the Rugby League World Cup. We'd love to hear your thoughts. How much of it are you watching um, outside of, you know, the Kiwis and the Kangaroos and some of the big teams? And, you know, have you been getting up early to watch you know, Greece and, and Italy and France and some of these other teams. Um, 0800 150 811. There's a couple of texts here on double eight double three, which we will get to after a short break, and then we'll run through uh, some of the other games from the weekend. Running it straight here on ECNZ, thanks to Gal, fueling your mission all year round. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Come.